Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Seductively Serious. I am Stephanie, and I want to take the time to thank each and every one of you um, who have chosen to listen to today's podcast. Today's topic is about cheating, and cheating is a tough topic to cover because women are emotional thinkers and men just don't want to talk about it at all. So the problem is cheating is tearing families and relationships apart. It's giving people bad tastes in their mouths, just about relationships in general. Um, It scars people for life and then preempts them on how they determine their future relationships will go. Cheating adds to insecurities we already have as human beings and adds to our feelings of inadequacy. But the real problem is that nobody wants to talk about this topic and break it down in a manner that allows us to look at the subject from an unbiased point of view. So let's take the time today to break down this topic in a way that we can really truly understand how the act of cheating comes about, who is at fault, and what we can do to try to avoid this act in future or even current relationships. First, we have to start off with what is cheating? And to different people, this can mean different things. Although this may mean different things to different people, the reasons why meaning is different is based on personal experiences and personal emotions related to cheating. Cheating is an act of infidelity between one person and another. And for some, this can mean something as simple as looking at another person in a sexual way. For others, it can mean the actual act of sexual intercourse. And there's a wide range in between from watching porn, kissing, interacting with another person of gender preference, going on dates, so many possibilities um, of what someone may consider cheating. But cheating is what one person determines as a betrayal of intimacy from their partner. And with this betrayal, comes the inevitable downfall of a relationship, whether it be short-term, that is somewhat able to be overcome, or long-term, that is irreparable. One concern with cheating uh, is, how did that person know they were cheating? We assume that everyone should know what cheating is. But if cheating means different things to different people, how can we know that the person committing the act knew what they were doing was considered cheating? Was there an in-depth discussion at the beginning of the relationship that broke down cheating? Was it 
discussed with each other's points of view and a contract written up to determine uh, the agreed upon terms of cheating? Most likely not. This is not a common discussion that is had at the beginning of a relationship, nor is it usually even a topic of discussion at any time during a relationship. Both parties just kind of go about their daily business, assuming that each party or each other knows what they can and cannot do. I'm sure some of you at this point are probably kind of rolling your eyes and thinking this is stupid, but let's be real and think logically. This actually makes perfect sense. Cheating can't be considered cheating if you don't know what you are doing is wrong. Um, Cheating means different things to men than it does to women as well. Again, women are emotional thinkers while men are not. So this means that how cheating affects a man is different than how it is going to affect a woman. And the meaning behind cheating is different for a man than it is for a woman. And because of this, cheating needs to be broken down differently for men versus women. So let's take the time and start by discussing men. (laughs) Although statistical data may point to women cheating more than men, I personally believe men uh, typically cheat more often than women. And I just say this because I think that men and women view what cheating means differently. And there are many reasons for men cheating. As I said in a previous episode, some uh, something that I have heard before, whether factual or not, is that men need to ejaculate at least once every seven days. Um, men are animalistic beings. An extremely important aspect of life is sex. And let's face it, most men are horny all the time and have the desire to have sex on a regular basis. Although men can have sex on an emotional level, the majority of the time they are having sex to climax regardless of emotional attachment. And what this means is that a man can have sex and it does not have to mean anything. So if a man is not having sex with his partner, he will find a way to have sex. And for the short term, watching porn and jacking off can get them what they need. Um, But if they are not having sex on a regular basis, they're eventually going to look for it where they can get it. And while this may have a potentially hurtful and harmful impact on their partner, the reality is they're just finding a way to fulfill their needs as a man. And to most men, the only form of true cheating is the actual act of sexual intercourse. So men do not typically consider kissing oral sex, dating, watching porn, or anything outside of penile penetration as cheating. Now, women, on the other hand, are much more complicated. Women, as I've said before, are emotional beings. 
and the act of cheating has meaning. It's because they like the person they're cheating with. It's because they're mad at their partner and are being vindictive. It's because the person they are cheating with has given them some sort of validation that they are pretty or kind or worth something to the person they're cheating with. Women are not usually, I don't think, spontaneous cheaters, meaning that even if they go to a bar, meet someone on a whim and have a one night stand, the potential for cheating was there well before the actual act. And they finally just followed through with the consideration. Um, Understanding the differences between men and women is extremely important in breaking down the act of cheating and considering who is at fault and how to handle the situation if it arises in your relationship. So regardless of the emotional differences tied to how men and women cheat, the basis behind cheating is relatively the same. Men and women cheat when something is missing in their current relationship. And to be more kind of blunt about it, the sex sucks. So whether it's non-existent, sporadic, um, regularly happening, but out of obligation or regularly happening, but it's not enjoyable, there is a breakdown somewhere in the intimacy department that is not addressed, leading to one or both partners looking for what they need elsewhere. Now, we could talk about the active sex in depth, which could really bring to light some of the more complex problems that arise over time. But that is a long conversation that probably needs to be had in a separate podcast. So today we'll just touch base on some of the basics to gain an understanding of why cheating occurs and how to prevent this in the future. Sex is a must in order for a relationship to be successful. And this does not mean the woman lay there in a missionary position while the man goes at it pounding away at her vagina until he ejaculates and then you both roll over and go to sleep. And come on, we all know that happens in relationships. So we can kind of laugh about it, but it's just truthful. Eventually, sex kind of just becomes an obligation and the enjoyment leaves. Um, And so that's kind of what we end up doing. But what is anyone really getting out of that? Absolutely nothing. Sex must be sporadic, exciting, spontaneous, uh, creative, enjoyable, comfortable for both parties involved. Um, It needs to fulfill the needs of each partner in a way necessary that allows each person to be fulfilled so they aren't out looking for it somewhere else. For a man, this means not the same way, in the same position, at the same time every day. For a woman, this may mean that it's not without emotion, not without feeling beautiful, feeling wanted, feeling appreciated. But do you see the difference? 
this again shows men are more animalistic and women are emotional. So each person needs to be aware of the other person's needs in order to ensure that there is no question of whether the other person is satisfied or both parties are satisfied. But we all know that not everyone will be satisfied all the time and cheating will continue to occur. So when it does, how do we figure out who is at fault? Well, the answer is both parties involved are at fault. So before you start blaming the person who participated in the act, you need to evaluate the situation as a whole and understand that there is fault on both sides. Someone wasn't getting what they needed and the other person was not giving to the other what they needed. So how do we fix this? Well, the answer is pretty simple. It's communication. But we all know communication can be very difficult to have. So when we say relationships take effort, that stays true with communication. When you decide to enter into a monogamous relationship, it's important to communicate with each other what constitutes cheating in that relationship. This means defining this term on each side and then communicating with each other and coming to an agreement of what this looks like in the current relationship. This leaves no room for individual interpretation and it sets boundaries and expectations from each person so that there is no question later on down the line after an act has occurred that then becomes a problem. This conversation may have to be addressed throughout the relationship as the dynamics of the relationship changes so that as things change, there continues to be this clear understanding of what cheating really means. But it doesn't just stop with defining what cheating is in the relationship because the real goal is to prevent this from happening. So there are needs to be to have open communication without judgment of what the needs are of each person. This means getting down to the detailed uh, nitty gritty of what each person wants and needs during sex. Although there may be things one person wants that the other person doesn't enjoy, that's okay. As long as it's discussed and each person truly understands the feelings of the other person on that particular subject, they can then come to an understanding with each other of how to make sex pleasurable and enjoyable with each other. And again, this conversation may need to be had on several occasions throughout the relationship as the dynamics of that relationship change. And the needs of each partner may change as time goes on as well. So it needs to be this open communication. If we can stop making sex such a taboo topic, open up about needs and make an effort to meet these needs, Um, of our partners and make sex this 
really enjoyable, comfortable part of our lives on a regular basis, I believe more people will be happier in their relationships as well as be able to develop a healthier relationship with each other. So I know that's just the basics of cheating, but it's definitely a starting point to open up that communication so that we can start to work on relationships together and try to prevent these events from occurring. Um, I want to, first of all, thank everyone who has taken the time to listen to today's podcast. Um, I hope that we can continue to enjoy our discussions together and be better people today than we were yesterday. Uh, Please subscribe to my podcast to keep up to date with any new episodes as they are released so you don't miss anything. If you like what you hear, you can always donate to my cash app, Seductively Serious. And if you have any questions, concerns, or topic ideas that you'd like for me to discuss, you can always email me, inbox at seductivelyserious.com. And I will see you next time on Seductively Serious.